Welcome back to The Watchlist. I'm Nicole Petalides. I want to dive right into Lockheed Martin's earnings report that we got this morning. John Ede, president and director of Portfolio Strategist at, Strategies at Argus Research, is joining us. Um, I know you've been combing through the numbers throughout the report. What were you looking for? I mean, the report was a good one. What stood out for you? What, are you, what were you really looking for, and did you get it? Um, sure, Nicole. Couple things. One, I was looking to get a return to revenue growth. We have not seen the defense stocks grow their revenues very much here in 2022. And we finally got a signal of that today in the Lockheed report. I'm not as concerned about margins for the defense companies. It's not really in their interest to blow out the margins because then they get criticized for being too profitable with their government contracts. So their margins are always going to be around 10 or 11%, and that's what they hit today. But the good thing, I thought, was the, the top-line growth. And at this point now, when we look at aerospace and defense and we look at these names, the understanding, obviously, is we have geopolitical tensions. And the administration's change, and it was the impression that the Biden administration wasn't quite giving as much to military and contracts and all that. But then as things escalated, it seemed that more money went that way, right? Uh, yes, that's been a, a favorable tailwind for the defense industry, if not necessarily for the market as a whole. Uh, another thing that's important about Lockheed Martin is this company generates an enormous amount of cash. And so what they've done with that cash now is they've added $14 billion to their share buyback program, and they're going to buy $4 billion of stock here in this fourth quarter. So they're giving a signal to the market that they think their stock is undervalued and at an attractive price, and they're putting their money where their mouth is. Plus, last month, they also boosted the dividend 7%. Um, it's about a 3% yield now, well above the market. And that high rate of dividend increase signals to me that the company's pretty confident it's going to hit its financial targets over the next few quarters. As you look at the dividend-paying stocks, I mean, that boost really does show a, a, really a sign of confidence in what they are executing on. Um, is this one of the dividend aristocrats? I mean, how have they acted with the dividend over the last 20 years? Um, good question. It, it probably is an aristocrat. I don't technically know. Um, but I, I do know that Lockheed Martin has consistently raised its dividend at a 7 to 10% rate, at least for the past 10 years. That's how long we've had it in our dividend growers portfolio. So it has stood out among the defense stocks, among the industrial companies, among the market as a whole for a very aggressive dividend grower. And so the group overall, is Lockheed Martin a buy in your opinion? And when you look at some of the other names like General Dynamics and Northrop Grumman, um, are, are they all buys? Which ones are buys and why? I think Lockheed Martin is the best value. It's trading at about 14 times earnings. So that's a, a below market multiple. I don't necessarily think that Lockheed Martin is going to have the best profit growth over the next two to three years, that's probably going to be in the ones you mentioned, General Dynamics, maybe Raytheon, which have more exposure to the commercial aerospace market. And that part of the business is in a 
a turnaround mode and a faster growth mode as the commercial aerospace industry continues to recover from the pandemic. And Lockheed right, doesn't have any. Yeah, yeah. What about contracts? I mean, which ones seem to be vying or, or actually getting the best contracts? And why do you think that is when it comes to the government contracts? Well, Lockheed showed about 3% quarter over quarter growth in its backlog. So if you annualize that, you know, that's like 12 or 15% a year. So they had a, a very strong quarter for their backlog and in closing deals with the government here in just this latest quarter. Not so much in aeronautics, though. They're not selling a lot of new, you know, F 35s into the future. This is more in the Patriot missiles and in their space missiles programs too. But, but good backlog growth for Lockheed Martin. Also seeing good backlog growth for um, General Dynamics too. Those two stand out. Yeah. yeah. I mean, also just the last part of it is the space missions and how you have a lot of private companies entering the ring here, right? You have uh, Blue Origin and SpaceX and uh, Richard Branson and a lot of, um, different players when it comes to what's going on in space now. And I know aerospace and defense isn't quite space exploration, nor is it satellites or things like that. But what's your takeaway on the current environment? That is a better growth area, the, the space area, certainly than tanks or, um, you know, even some of the, the manned aerospace programs. So the companies that have the most exposure to space are Northrop Grumman and Lockheed Martin. So those two are very well positioned for future growth in the space business. Yeah, I, I think that was well said, John, in a way that we can really understand that this is the wave of the future, right? Uh, rather than a big tank, it's probably something from space above. John Ede, nice to see you. Argus Research, great conversation, I appreciate it.